Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the I Like Birds podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We make this show for people that believe in Jesus, for people that uh, that may not know Jesus, for people that uh, you know just need a little bit of motivation to find out about Jesus. You know, sometimes that uh, sometimes you don't like the way the church does it. Sometimes you just want to tune into a little pod and let somebody else tell you about the man. That's what I'm here to do. So hope you enjoy the show. This is the intro. We're loose this season. We're cool with what happens. We don't do it for numbers. We're professional a little bit. Sometimes we get in it. Sometimes we get real serious. Sometimes we get emotional. Sometimes we get funny. We're all over the place, man. This is uh, the I Like Birds podcast about Jesus, jokes, and country. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, the last episode was a very uh, off-the-cuff episode. It was very just kind of telling you guys what's been going down in my life, the blessings, the the struggles, the miracles, the prayers answered, the honesty about the Yeti mic. Uh, I'm on it right now, man. I really like it, I think. I'm not really sure. It's cool, man. It's big. It's really huge. It's a, a big boy. It's all up, all up in front of me. I have to take a picture of it to show you guys. But anyway, this episode, man, let's just get right into it. Uh, my last one was more off the cuff. This one is a little bit more uh, thought out. I wrote this one down, so you guys don't have to worry. I won't say anything too crazy on this one. At least I don't think so, unless I get really in it. Uh, it's supposed to be a shorter episode. It's only a thousand words, so here we go. It's called. I thought about this one day in the pool. It was great. All right, you're not the only one with a pool. All right, I want you to think about that. You're not the only one with a pool. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. You're not the only one with a pool. Sometimes the guy with a pool thinks he's the only guy with a pool. He becomes the pool dad. She becomes the pool mom. The kids become the kids at school with a pool. And I knew those kids and those parents When I was a child, because I didn't have a pool, I used to envy those kids. I was like, you got a pool, and I got to go to the community pool with the bums? Like, if I don't have a key card, I can't go to the pool? Oh, my mom took the key card to work. I can't go to the pool with the boys. What? And I used to say, man, if I just had a house with a pool, I'd be happy. Fast forward 10 years later in life. I don't know if it was 10, but 10 years sounds good, right? (laughs) And I realized, dang, I'm the kid with the pool now. And I'm not even happy. I got no one to swim in the pool with me. I used to go to the pool with my best friends. I got no one in the pool. And I wanted to have a pool when I was a little guy. But now I was older. I'm a teenager. The pool was cool. It was alright. But it lost its its childlike ambiance. Its childlike beauty. The walls got green, and the screen around the pool was broken. First world problems, but they're they're real. You know? Which is all I knew then, first world problems. 
I mean, think about it. Truly blessed. A house with a pool. Ask anyone. They'll tell you. He's doing all right. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you have. It's not going to make you happy. No keepsake gift. No big shiny watch. No pair of new sneakers. No fancy cars ever going to make you feel truly happy. The pool dream I had ended up being drained and empty. I moved on to what's next. What's the next thing that's going to make me happy? That pursuit happened for years in my life until I finally discovered Christ. I did music. I was in the police academy. I had different girlfriends. I did stand up. And the pursuit went on and on until I finally discovered Christ. The real Christ. The spirit of Christ. Not the idealism that is latched into your brain of theoretically seeing God as being real. Because it makes sense. I discovered Christ in a way that is discussed in the Bible. I am one of the men who write about Christ and had an interaction with him. I've had many interactions with him and I only want more with him a lot of times people with pools act like they're the only one with pools you ever notice that the person with the pool never thinks you're going anywhere they say where you gonna go i got the pool it's summertime we got the barbecue take your shirt off and jump in these pool owners start taking advantage of you Start making you buy all the beer and the ribs and the and the wings and the hot dog buns. They make you stop at the store to get the ice. Because <laughs> I ain't getting the ice. I got the pool. <laughs> and then they even start treating you like you don't deserve to swim in the pool. They start treating you like they did. They start treating you like they did everything for you. Because they let you swim in their pool when it was hot outside. You ever notice that? <laughs> and that's when the reality sets in and you go pool hopping. You start hopping in new pools. You find a new friend with a pool. And the pool isn't always bluer on the other side. But sometimes it is. You got to take that jump. To find out. Have what you always been doing in the first pool. Let that stop you from swimming in a new pool. Does the sin that you have been hiding from God make you hesitant to seek out the water of life? Repenting means confessing what you do wrong directly to God. Out loud spoken on your knees. And then turning away from those sins, being delivered from those sins, not because of your own doing, but because of Christ will deliver you. It means removing the things that are keeping you from God's face, his real face. The active pursuit of Jesus will allow you to see God's real face. 
And once you know the Son, you know the Father. If you think about it, we would never know the Father if it wasn't for the Son. And we would never know how to be a father if Jesus didn't tell us how his father was. Do you understand? Something I'm understanding. And beware. I tell you this in a good way, but also, whoa. Beware. Once you start honoring him and going to him and relying on him and obeying him, he will smack you in the face with the biggest prayer of your life answered. He hits you in the jaw with a deliverance that you didn't think was possible. He puts revelation and prophetic words on your mind and dreams and just things that he just presses down onto you that you didn't even realize were thoughts that you could possibly have. He puts beauty right in front of your eyes when you weren't seeing it for years. He reveals truths to you that are undeniable. And he puts people in your life that lift you up and don't tear you down. If people in your life aren't repenting and turning to the Lord in a time such as these, then God is going to remove them one way or another. There are other people, there are other people with pools out there, my friends. There are people out there that truly love you and want what's best for you. And there are people who want what's best for themselves. The greatest sin that we all struggle with is the sin of self. Can I get an amen? I said the greatest sin that we all struggle with. Is the sin of self. Selfishness. Self-righteousness. Oh, I ain't going to that church. She goes to that church. And she's not a Christian. Self-pity. Oh, that's happening for you. Well, dang, this is happening for me, and I don't like this. Hear about it. Self, self, self. Me, me, me. My needs. My feelings. My expectations. Expectations are the best friend of your ego, my friend. And it's a daily pursuit to choose God over your ego. I'm going to get it tatted. Watch, left leg, coming soon. Through every failure, you must always get back on the path, even when you fall off the path, and trust me, I am to fall off the path a lot, guys. Oh boy, do I fall off the path a lot. <laughs> the attitude of Christ is um, number one on my goal list. You remember it from the last episode, all right? Through every failure, you must always get back on the path, even when you fall off the path. Knock and you shall receive. The path is always there. Christ is always at the door waiting to sit with you at your coffee table on a day when you need him most. The spirit will hit you in the car. You know, you ever you ever listen to some, some music? Like, I love Russ and Drake. I talk about it a lot on here. Uh, just like the newest song that's kind of like hip-hop-ish. You know, I'm a big fan of hip-hop still, even though it's like I've, I've really turned away from it as of um, since knowing Christ. You know, I like worship music 
and whatnot and all it brings for me, right? So, but still, I'll, sometimes I'll tune, tune in to like a Russ song or something like that or a Drake song, especially Drake, his new album. Ooh, I put it on, right? And I'm over here just like so uninterested and just like, mm, I'd rather just put on worship music, <laughs> you know, like because I'm over here trying to listen to the bars and the words and stuff like that. And it's just like not filling me up. It's just kind of like, oh, that's kind of dull. That's mundane. That's all uh, he said that before. Uh, OK, I get it. You know, he's got money. All right, cool. You know, it's like it's so distasteful and, and, and he's not he's not elevating me to grow anymore. I'm talking about Drake. That is Russ so elevates you to grow in his in his lyrics. But Drake is just kind of like, you know, I think he's the man. I think he's awesome. Uh, I think he's, you know, obviously he's a, a b- b- almost a b- 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 billionaire. So obviously he's got a different lifestyle than I'll ever live. But, um, you know, Russ is just the guy for me right now that I listen to in hip hop. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you're just like in that spirit where you need him more. You know, you just need God more. You're like, oh, I don't want this worldly music. I just need God right now. Oh, I just, uh, I'm not feeling my best. Uh, I'm going to just put on worship music or a Jesus podcast. You know, hey, I like birds. But so, yeah, he'll intervene, man. In a season when you need him to intervene, he will intervene. In a place of utter disappointment in yourself and your fleshy actions and words, when you're just, like, disgusted with yourself of, like, dang, why did I do that? Why did I say that? That was so crappy. Why did I act that way towards my children? Why did I talk like that to my wife and her family? Oh, why am I like this? In those moments... (laughs) You guys can tell I've been going through it. Uh, in those moments of like utter disappointment in yourself and your in your fleshly actions and words that are not of Christ, he is still there for you. It's crazy. It's so wild. You can legit just open up the word and he'll come right back in and he'll put you, he'll reset you. Honestly, you want to talk about the great reset. Hey, Jesus is the great reset. Sometimes they use the words. The enemy tries to use a word that sounds good and sounds great. But then it's like, if you look at it through the lens of Christ, hey, he is the great reset. Come on now. Can I get an amen? We're on fire this episode. If you don't share this episode we ain't dogs i'm gonna tell you that you ain't dogs if you don't share this on the stories <laughs> watch olivia go share it on a story now but i'm talking to all y'all i'm not just talking to olivia all right some of us struggle with this more than others i will say you know there's a lot of people that um they're good at like thinking before they speak they're good at uh having an attitude that is positive they're good at uh, faking the funk or putting on a mat not i'm not saying people fake the attitude but sometimes people are able to like uh, disconnect with how they're feeling or like what they're struggling with or what they're thinking about. You know, I, I have a hard time disconnecting with like my thoughts. You know, it's like I wear my thoughts on my face a lot of times. And if I, if you ask me like, what do you think about? And I say nothing, it's probably because you don't want to hear what I'm thinking about, right? <sighs> Getting real honest with you guys lately. I mean, it's always been that way, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't know how people still listen to this. Uh, some people are so wrapped up in it, right? They're so wrapped up in the in what they... Uh, how can I word this? Some people are so wrapped up in like their fleshliness and who they are and their own ego and their own selfishness and their own just like who they've been for so many years that they deny the struggle, right? And they just accept it. And then they even point the finger at others and blame them for the way situations are and the way relationships are. So don't be that follower of Christ that is a Pharisee, okay? That is a Pharisee. That is someone who played a role in Christ's death on the cross by pointing the fingers at others and not being able to have self-accountability. And we all need self-accountability. Pastors need self-accountability. That means everybody (laughs) needs self-accountability, okay? We are all one. We are all the body of Christ. Nobody's above, nobody's below, all right? I mean, if you're a martyr, you, you do wear the crown, so I guess 
Don't fact check me on that one. So yeah, man, the Pharisees, bro. The Pharisees. They killed the Son of God and were proud of it. Don't be that guy. Don't have a heart of hate like they did. Don't have a blind eye to the real Jesus like they did. Don't go swimming in pools that aren't yours looking for a Savior that gives you the bread of life and the fountain of knowledge. All right? There's only one body of water that does that. And that's Jesus. All right, guys. I hope you truly like this episode. This is one of the realest episodes I feel like I've written in a while. Uh, I think they're all real. I'm going to be honest. But it would mean the world to me if you shared this one specifically just because it's kind of shorter and it's more um, easily digestible. Uh, the episodes only go up from here. We're on a new level, new season. We got the office space. Noah's back in town. I'm a father to my boy uh, in town again. It's been incredible. Not in town, in town, but in the same state. All right. Two and a half hours apart. We're homeschooling him. He's home every day. It's been dope so far. Uh, pray for us about that because that is something that is we're trying to figure out right now. We're trying to navigate the waters. So I appreciate your prayers on that. Um, just praying for the family as, as always, you know, all the external family, the friends, everybody that's in the circle of Zach Rippey would be awesome. I truly appreciate that. Um, Catherine lost a friend recently. Uh, we're going to go to their funeral uh, soon. So pray, pray for her heart and, and whatnot because she was uh, shaken up about it pretty bad. Uh, this past Friday, uh, so that's why the episode is kind of coming out um, a little bit later and stuff like that. We've just been, been having a lot of stuff going on, so I appreciate you guys, man. I'm actually going to release this episode uh, sooner than later uh, because I told you guys I'm, I'm pumped up about this season, and I wasn't able to record a bunch, but I got the office now. We're good to go. No more RV. I got the new Yeti. We're fired up. The episodes only go up from here. We're exactly where God wants us to be with the words and my vulnerability and my walk with Jesus will cultivate your own relationship with him. So if you're a new listener, come back, listen to the other episodes, stay tuned for the new ones, share the show, do what you got to do, help the ministry grow. Uh, we are the church, all right? We're the body of Christ. And that's all I want. I want to lead people to Jesus, even if the leader is stumbling to get through the war. Because we are in a spiritual war every single day, and the enemy doesn't take days off. So why do we? All right? And even if I'm stumbling, even if I'm like, yo, my attitude with my family was trash the other day. But hey, Jesus is dope, though. Look at that guy. Don't look at me. All right? <laughs> that's kind of the, the motto of this show. <clears throat> it's not about me. It's about he. All right? So let's get back in our Bibles and stop tiptoeing back in the world. And the person that you were before you knew Christ, I'm talking to me and I'm talking to you. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. That's all I care about. Don't even buy a t-shirt again if if you don't want to. Don't, 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 even, don't even look at the merch. Just listen. All right? I don't want or need your money. God's got me. All right? I want your hearts and your ears. Please continue, <laughs> please continue to give that to me as we go forward. How many, how many podcast hosts you know that'd be like, I don't want your money. Don't even look at a shirt again. Just listen to the show. <laughs> uh, next level. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. This is so cool, man. I'm going to finish this episode in under 20 minutes. That is a rare thing on the I Like Birds podcast. Um, let's end this with a prayer today, shall we? Dear Lord, thank you so much for letting us uh, have this opportunity to record this podcast. It's been a long time coming, and my heart has just been on fire for uh, wanting to get this out. I've really missed the stage, but what I really miss is being behind the microphone with my people. And I just encourage everybody to turn to to the Lord during this time uh, in this place of what's going on in the world and just keep leaning into faith and not fear. And I just ask you to help my people do that, Lord, in your, in your uh, good name forever and always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. See you soon.